greetings to those who watch below. For today's video, we're going to take a leaf from our video from Michigan and explore some more truly terrifying dogman encounters. But before we start, I'd like to say a huge thank you and give a massive shout out to those who dwell below. They are Steffi Ray, Wicked Witch, Lisa Watts, Lefty Kim, Finn McCool, and Jess Black Curtain. If you'd like to join them, make sure to check out the link in the description box. But now, sit back, relax, and enjoy. My very first encounter by Gustavo the Recliner. This happened in the summer of 2015. My then girlfriend and me had been enjoying the summer, had a few days off work, and on the last night of our vacation, we wanted to go and enjoy a romantic night at a location about 20 miles away from our hometown. It is a pretty valley with a very clear and cold river. Various small islands are located in the stream with a bit of brush and some small trees on them. The river is shallow enough to wade through it. It isn't well known among tourists, so it is great for some not safe for work activities. We love to go skinny dipping there. Well, that's what we had planned. Sadly, it went a bit different than we wanted. The first half of the night was pretty good actually. We found a nice spot, set up a small camp, laid some blankets out, put up some candles, and went skinny dipping and stuff. We got tired, decided to call it a night, and wrapped ourselves up in the blankets. That's when it started. All the while we were there, there were always some animals around, and we heard them. Deer calls, a fox, owls, just the typical noises of the night, until they stopped. Nothing. Just the murmur of the river running over the rocks. That's when we heard it for the first time. It was a howl, but no wolf. It was a deep, growling, earth-shakening howl, and it felt like it rattled every bone in my body. It was just terrifying. My girlfriend was as shaken as I was. We have been outdoors all my childhood. I grew up on my parents' farm and in the woods around it, so I know every animal roaming in and around them. I know the deer calls, I know what the fox says, and I know the howls of wolves, and I know the roars of bears. But this? No, I had never heard anything like it, and I never want to hear something like it again. We suddenly decided that my bed at home is a better location to sleep than this riverbed. We got up, packed our stuff, and started to head out. That's when we heard it the second time. The same howl, deep, rumbling, shaking, followed by a deep growl. Whatever it was that made this noise, it was big, and we didn't want to meet it. Unfortunately, it was still about two miles to my car. We had to cross the river twice to get to the riverbank where the trail through the woods to my car started. When we crossed it, we thought we saw and heard something crossing the river with us. I had a small flashlight with me, and when we arrived on the river bank, I shone it back. What we saw made our knees get weak. A huge animal was standing on the opposite river bank. Dark fur, pointy ears, very muscular body shape, and a head almost like a German shepherd. But the most fear-inducing was its eyes. Orange-yellow glowing eyes, seemingly fixed on us. We booked it. We ran all the way back to my car. We could hear it charging through the river, but it must have stopped at the bank, as we didn't hear it any more after we entered the woods. 
we made it back to our car safely, and we decided never to go there again. At least, not at night. But in fact, I haven't gone there again since that night. My Dogman Experiences by Wexbomb78 I used to play in an old phone booth at my aunt and uncle's house. This is definitely where my encounters started, although I can't say how, as I have no memory of what I did while inside the phone booth. It was an old wooden thing, like you'd find at the back of a bar or something. I later found out it was from an old Chicago train station that got torn down. So, the first encounter I recall was in 1985 or 1986. I was around 7 or 8. It was summertime, late in the day, so around dusk. Not full daylight, but not dark out yet. I was in the front yard playing catch with my cousin, and the ball went past me and down the side of the house into the back. The yard was surrounded by a chain-link fence that separated the yard from an old overgrown alley that was used as a road one time. When I went to retrieve the ball, I noticed something rustling in the brush. I'm thinking it was a cat or a squirrel or something. As I got closer, I noticed something moving very close to the fence. I thought it was a man at first. It was as big as a man, but covered in brownish hair. From what I could see, its head was canine, but it had human-like hands. I couldn't really see the lower half of the body due to the weeds and grass. It appeared to be injured in some way, the way it was moving. It was using the fence to drag its way down the alley, hand over hand, just pulling itself. I stood and watched for what seemed like a long time, but in reality it was probably only a minute or two, before running up to get my cousin. I told him I'd seen a monster in the alley. We excitedly talked about it before getting up the courage to head back and look. By the time we got there, it was gone, leaving no trace other than the smashed down grass. I didn't think about that again for a long time. Flash forward to sophomore year of high school, so about 1994. I'm 16. I get home and head to my bedroom for a nap. I was meeting some friends back at the school later to see a football game or something. So, I woke up and it's dark in my room. The only light is coming from the hallway because my door is open several inches. My eyes adjust and I realise that I'm not alone. There are four or five of these creatures in my room, watching me. They are all six feet or taller, covered in dark hair with canine facial features, just watching. They don't move toward me, they don't communicate, nothing. I think to myself, I must be dreaming. So I lay there for a bit, squeezing my eyes closed, and when I reopen them, the creatures are gone. I convinced myself it was a dream, and go about my night. The next time it happens is about 2005, so I'm 27. Sometimes after work, some friends would meet at a local restaurant for drinks and food. I didn't work that night, so my boyfriend and I headed up to meet them. Nothing out of the ordinary happened. On the way home, my boyfriend and I are chatting about the day and what we are going to do that weekend. I noticed something ahead in the road and so I slow down slightly. I'm thinking it may be a bag or some garbage or something, but as we get closer, I notice it looks more like an animal. At this point we are both silent, and I'm almost at a complete stop. 
The creature stands up on its hind legs, and I now see that it is humanoid with canine features. It slowly turns its head towards us, and then just kind of drifts away. It didn't run. It was just no longer there. It's hard to explain. I made sure I asked my boyfriend to tell me exactly what he saw before I told him what I saw. I wanted to make sure we had seen the same thing. He described to me exactly what I saw. That was the last major encounter I had. Going back to the phone booth, I always felt that the phone booth was connected somehow, so I asked my mum. I asked her to tell me what I had said after coming out of there. What was I doing? She said I would just go inside and play around like little kids do. It was safe and they could keep an eye on me easily. I asked her to try and remember anything that might help me tie it together. After speaking to my aunt, she said they remembered. I would come out of the phone booth and tell them I had gone to visit the puppy people. Where did I go when I got into that phone booth? Possible Encounter by Don Crunch 420 Around 2002, I was about six and travelling around coastal rural Ireland with my uncle. We parked the caravan on a beach underneath a cliff face and it started to get dark. We decided to rest up for the night. I can't remember the time, but I woke up later on in the night. It was pitch black outside. The caravan was very warm and cramped, so I decided I should get some fresh air. There were several of us in the caravan, but they were definitely all asleep. As I got out of bed and headed towards the door, I noticed it was already open slightly, and what I had seen is still seared into my memory to this day. I saw what can only be described as a bipedal dog, or dogman. Like many descriptions I've read, the creature was around six to seven foot. It dwarfed me entirely. It had a pronounced snout, matted black fur, a human-like frame, but I believe it was wearing some kind of robe or rag. Its eyes were this iridescent, hypnotic, and terrifying yellow colour, almost glowing in the darkness. I didn't get a good look at its feet or legs. Now this is where the story takes a turn. The creature spoke to me. Whatever this fucking thing was, it was trying to communicate with me. The creature itself was making a series of low, guttural, rhythmic growls. However, I was able to interpret these as words. While the entity was growling, I heard a low, booming voice inside my head. I can't remember word for word what it said to me, but it mentioned death almost exclusively throughout the conversation. The creature didn't move, and I couldn't stop looking into its eyes for the duration of this encounter. The encounter rounded off with me breaking eye contact and curling up in a ball of hysterics. The creature left almost instantaneously, and my uncle woke up shortly afterwards. I tried to explain, but he didn't believe a word of it. Northeast PA Dogman Encounter by Black Cats, Black Bats I've always been into the paranormal, as most of us that visit this site are. In January 2019, I noticed something lumbering down my driveway. The window I was looking out of 
faces over and above the drive, if that makes sense. For example, I can see the roof of your car, but not always the bottom of the tyre. Regardless, I notice movement. I look out and see what I initially thought was a bear, nose to the ground, kind of snuffling its head side to side, casually walking down the drive on all fours. A little geographical clarity. I live in town. The front of my neighbourhood faces a major highway, but the back is all state game lands. I've seen some wildlife, turkeys, a deer here and there, and every skunk in the county apparently lives on my street. I don't see many squirrels, groundhogs or chipmunks, which is a bit odd. I'm not very far from the city of Scranton, about seven miles from downtown, so I'm not exactly in the sticks. I watch this bear mosey down toward the street, its head lowered. I move from the living room window to my bedroom window that has a full view of the street, and sure enough, here it comes. But something is wrong. I watch this not bear stand on two legs and casually walk out into the road. I see pointed ears and a long snout. It got its head raised, smelling the air. I felt pee run down my legs. This was no bear. I saw it in perfect silhouette under the yellow street light. It was either dark grey or black. The yellow light threw off the true colour. It stood without effort. It looked like one fluid movement. It then walked across the road, casual as you please, and kind of hunkered down in some scrub brush. I'm not sure what kind of brush, but it's like Forsythia, all tangled and thick. Then, I realised it was looking right into my bedroom. It had blue eyes. I'm not sure if that was reflected light or if they were glowing. It looked right at me. I lost my legs at that moment and sat down under my window, absolutely panicked. I was home alone with five cats and a dog who slept through the whole thing. I didn't know what to do. My window is a big picture window, and if it wanted me, it easily could have gotten me. I cautiously got to my knees to peek over the sill, and I lost it. Didn't see eyes or it anywhere. It seemed to be either moving away from the forest behind my house, or it decided to rest up in that scrub brush. What I saw under the streetlight is as follows. Darkish fur, high pointed ears, long muzzle. I never saw teeth or if it had a tail. It had hands with long claws that hung kind of limp-wristed. If they were fully extended, they would hang below the knee. It walked digitigrade, on dog legs. It looked heavily muscled, but had a tapered waist. It was around seven to seven and a half feet tall, judging from where it stood in relation to the streetlight. It was non-aggressive, even when I felt it look right at me. I was terrified, but I didn't get a sense that it was pissed off that it had been seen, as some people report. I didn't take a picture because I simply didn't think to. I was in a fair amount of shock, and sometimes your phone is the absolute last thing on your mind. The next day I called Vic Cundiff of Dogman Encounters Radio. His advice was solid, and I try and remember it when I have to go out at night. There have been some odd sounds, tapping at my windows, I can hear scratching of the siding. I don't see that many animals around the neighbourhood. There used to be seven stray cats I fed. All gone. 
Once the weather broke, it's been quiet. I installed motion lights and bought two game cameras. I'm hoping that these things are in a sense like Sasquatch, that they avoid game cameras. I don't ever want to see this thing again. Those of you that do want to see one, pray you never do. My encounter was non-aggressive. I can't imagine having to deal with this thing pissed off. I still can't sleep fully at night, and every sound scares the hell out of me after dark. I live alone, and the 357 I own would probably just ruffle its fur. My Michigan Dogman Encounter in the Eastern Upper Peninsula by Tiger Lily Dreams My Dogman Encounter happened on season opener in November of 2013 in the Eastern Upper Peninsula of Michigan on family hunting property near a town called Cedarville. The house my husband and I were staying in up there had a big front yard, but other than that cleared area and the gravel driveway, everything else is pretty deep hardwood forest. I also want to state ahead of time that this happened at around 11pm, so everything that's beyond the porch lights was pretty hard to see. My husband and I had gone outside to have a cigarette, and we took our rifle out with us whenever we were hanging around outside, because there's bears and stuff back there in that area. I was up on the porch still, and my husband had gone down the steps into the yard, and was facing towards me, when we heard these really heavy, slow footsteps coming up the driveway through the woods. It sounded like a really big man, but there was this weird, heavy breathing too, and the footsteps, even though they sounded like a person, sounded heavier than anything I had ever heard walking in the woods, including full-sized adult bear. My husband looked at me and mouthed, what the fuck, and I was trying to figure out what it was that I was hearing, but nothing I had ever heard out there in those woods in my whole life matched the size and breathing and gait of whatever this was, so I was confused and shaking my head. I've hunted and tracked basically everything that's indigenous to northern Michigan since I was small, so I was honestly terrified that this animal was a complete unknown to me by sound. It walked out of the tree line at the edge of my yard behind my husband, and it was a lot taller than him, at least seven foot tall or more, and I'd estimate the weight for its size at around 400 pounds. It was on two legs, and had super dark black fur that was somehow even darker than the nighttime dark of the woods. It was walking back and forth at that distance from us the whole time this encounter happened, but it would not step into where the perimeter of the porch light was. I had a really hard time making out its torso for that reason, but I saw a wolf-like head and snout with pointed ears that stuck straight up, and instead of two front legs and paws, it had really disproportionately long arms and hands. It was on two legs this whole time, walking back and forth. I freaked out and grabbed the rifle, and just started shooting at it, and yelling at my husband to run and get up on the porch. So he did, and then he took the gun from me, and told me to find something to use as a weapon, and to go inside and hide. So I did. I got a big knife, and went to unlock myself in our bedroom in the closet, and could hear my husband shooting and reloading a bunch for about another ten minutes. He came in, and told me through the closet door that the dogman had finally ran off, but he wasn't sure if it was going to possibly come back, so we were both pretty terrified, and I ended up staying in that closet all night, 
until sunrise with my husband guarding the door with the gun. He told me that he thought I had hit it when I was shooting at first, but the next day we didn't find any blood or hair or anything, which I thought was weird because I really thought I must have shot and wounded it a couple of times. It moved incredibly fast though, and was agile enough to run through the brush and stuff without really mowing it down or making a bunch of noise like big animals usually do. The whole encounter was incredibly weird and scary. My husband also said that he did see it sort of hunch over and drop down onto all fours a few times while it was running back and forth at the edge of the yard, but that when it ran away for good that night, it was running insanely fast and on two legs like a man. We didn't smell anything bad like a lot of people describe when they see these things, and it didn't leave any noticeable tracks anywhere, even though the thing was so heavy when it was walking up the gravel driveway that I swore the ground near it must have been shaking. We found out later from one of the neighbours that he had seen it too next door the winter before when it came up onto the porch of his cabin and looked in the door window during a party he and his wife had been throwing. He said he heard really heavy footsteps on the porch and pulled back the curtain on the window and the dogman was standing there on the other side of the glass looking down at him, but that its fur was white then. I think that's probably because there was snow on the ground at this point in the year. My neighbour hollered at everyone in the cabin and told them what he had just seen, and everyone decided to make a run for it through the woods to his mum's house next door, since her place was a lot sturdier than the hunting cabin. I've known that neighbour my whole life, practically since high school, and he would never make something like that up. He was scared, even while he was just talking about it. I also read online somewhere recently that another family around 45 miles north of our area had a bunch of livestock like cows and horses turn up dead and were torn up by some kind of big predator and that one of the guys in the family saw a giant upright wolf back near his hunting blind during deer season, which of course freaked me out since we had our experience on season opener. The land butting up to that family's property is hundreds of miles of the Hiawatha National Forest, so it would make sense to me that a big animal would hide in and near a protected area like that when it's hearing gunshots everywhere else. My lot and my neighbour's lot are also right alongside state land. My husband and I moved since this all happened, but the experience was so upsetting to me that I constantly research online to see if anyone else has seen this thing up north and what their encounter was like. I've even heard that there's a small pack of about four or five of them that live in the state forest downstate in Isabella County that a bunch of locals in the nearby area have seen, and that somebody even saw one at night in downtown Saginaw, Michigan. What scares me about that is the fact that there's no tree cover there, as it's a city. I wonder if people all over the state are seeing these animals because they're getting forced out of their usual hunting territories due to hunting logging and mining that's really increased over the years here. Hi guys, thank you so much for listening to today's video. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you did, make sure to leave a like and also subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, making sure to hit that notification bell so that you know when the next video goes live. So, until next time, sleep tight. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.